0: This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Berg. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance.
1: We're going to be talking about believing for things, but the fact that you have to really see it before you could even Uh, It could happen, or you could even believe it. And we don't don't mean seeing it with a physical eye. We mean seeing it with your heart. You have to envision and imagine what it is that you want to happen in your life. And I'm sure it's all good that we want to happen in our lives. And then once you see it, the manifestation can come. And this is just awesome. And we're going to give you an example in the life of Jesus. And you will get what we're trying to say by the end of this.
0: We call it seeing in your mind's eye. In mm. other words, seeing it inside. that you, you know, Andrew Womack talks about that. He said he sees it all before the building's built. He did. And when the building's built, it's like a non-issue. It's everyone's going, yay, this is so good. And he's like, yeah, I already saw it already.
1: Yeah, and people would actually tell him, what, aren't you excited about this? You finally got what you've been believing for. And he said, I saw it in my mind three years ago. He said, My heart had a vision of this three years ago. This is just the manifestation. But of course he was happy. But 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 to that level that he was more excited through the whole process. And that when it was built, of course it wasn't a letdown, but it was like, oh, I knew this. Yeah, we knew it was you know? gonna happen.
0: Yeah, I can I can tell you a so story cool. about, you know, I um, <clears throat> I wrote a check to myself many years ago for a million dollars. And I saw that check and it was in my mind and it was important to me. Long after that happened and we're moving down the road, I wrote a check for way, way bigger than that. And it's not on my mind. It's not anything I think about, but it's there. Wow. So there was faith to believe the first time and it happened. There really wow. isn't any faith. It's just there.
1: Oh, I thought you were doing this. I yeah, well, I, I
0: you get, get <laughs> you know, but my point is. I get it. I know where there isn't the faith connected to it absolutely where right. you're interested in it you take it out you look at it you think about it it's on your mind right. then it's really not going to happen or it's, the, the it's more difficult to make this happen right. than when you see it in your inner man yes. and it's a part of you that's good so that's good. um
1: so give us a little background we, and then we'll... we have
0: the supply already jesus did it all we okay as born again christians we have everything available now right right and of course that's just good things blessed with all spiritual blessing we have all the anointing you know i was saying lord i need more of you i want to be more um uh, like on fire for you we have that already that's right you know what i mean you're begging for something you have right so we have to learn how to operate in that we're blessed with power authority that's another whole thing Healing, you know, healing, we have the healing.
1: Yes, we
0: do. You know, and I I tell people this. They say, well, I'm still sick. I say, no, no, no. You were healed 2,000 years ago. And if you speak the blessing and you speak you're healed, you are healed. Either you're healed or God's a liar. So you are healed. But what you have, the sickness, the symptom, is a lie. And a lie can be very convincing. That's right. You know, you have deliverance, prosperity, protection is major, That's right. We have to believe we have protection. And we're seated with Jesus in heavenly places. That's awesome. You know,
1: you do need to visualize it, Al. You know, in Colossians it says, in Colossians it tells us to feast. Feast on all that is above, and if you think about what a feast is, a feast is uh, you know when Al and I used to go on cruises and everything, we used to have a feast set before us of food where we could just get anything we wanted, and we would just taste and and you know the word feast is is like when when you when you eat that food, you're savoring it, you're enjoying it, you're actually experiencing it, you know, and it tells us to feast on all that is above. So you're right, you have to imagine. What it is that God tells you you are, who it is that God says you are, and then keep that in your thoughts. Feast on it constantly.
0: It starts with the thinking. Right. You know, you were talking about a feast and you go down and you're going to eat all this food. It's all in front of you. But what's in your mind before you see any of it? Man, this is going to be awesome. There's all kind of good food. You're seeing it ahead of time. And that's so important. Uh, we're already armed. We, we we have the whole armor of God. We have God. everything
1: we need. We have
0: it now. It's available to us in the spirit realm. And whether we use it or not, that's the thing. We have the armor of God. We already have this. We have mm-hmm. to see it. It, it. We have to use it. We have to okay. see that it's ours, and we have to see that it will work. Uh, if you don't use the armor, it's not going to work. Well, that's right. You know, it's almost. You know, it's almost like you got a gun and you're going to shoot, uh, you know, some animal or whatever. And you got the gun and you pu- and you never pull the trigger. It's not going to do anything. Right. The fact that you have it. Right. And it can do something. Yeah. And it's waiting for your command.
1: We are supplied, and this is what this is what uh, we want you to see today. That you need to see your supply before you actually have it. You need to see your answer to prayer in your heart before you actually see it. And that's faith. And God honors the faith. Let's read 2 Peter 1.3. And this is from the Passion Translation. It says, everything we could ever need for life, essential and ethical, blessed in the portion, even in this world, and godliness has already been deposited in us by his divine power. For all this was lavished upon us, I mean, just thrown on us, just put on us through the rich experience of knowing Him who has called us by name and invited us to come to Him through a glorious manifestation of His goodness. So you might say, Well, that's great. That sounds wonderful. Why is my life such a mess? I mean, that's what you might say to me. One, you may never have heard that you're already supplied. You know, lack of knowledge, it destroys people.
0: You know, people are begging God to supply. Yes. Something's wrong, whatever whatever it is, and they're begging God, Lord, supply me with this. I need you to do this, Lord. I'm, I'm help help me. Right. But it's more like, Lord, show me how to use what I have.
1: Right. But the thing is, people who don't hear about it don't know it. Okay. So that's the first reason why your life could be in such a mess. The second one is you've heard these things, but you're not really interested in applying it to your life. You know, I mean, a lot of people are lazy. Look, I was in a Bible study last night and we've all come to the same conclusion. This takes work. And it's just a matter of what you want and how much you really, really want it in your life and you're gonna put the effort toward it. You know, think of going to a doctor and he has you on this medication and then say you have to go on chemo and you're taking radiation, that's all work, right? Well, we're talking about work in the spiritual realm. Another reason why you can't see the supply or things don't happen for you is you're too busy to be a disciple. You're Mm -hmm. too busy to learn. I've got other things on my mind. But this actually, Al, this really should be priority in everyone's life because this is foundation.
0: This is what I don't understand about people. You just talked about how, you know, you go to the doctor and there's things you got to do. You got to go there. You got to get a blood test. And I always liken it to, you know, people will... um, If you tell them take take a vitamin, they'll take one vitamin. And go, that didn't work. But they'll go to the doctor a hundred times, yeah. and, and it never worked. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they'll put the energy and the effort into doing that. And that's and by the way, God's word does work. Yeah. But they won't put that energy and effort. They pray one prayer, and they go like this: that didn't work. Right. It's like, right. did you believe for anything? Right. Huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And number four is you may know you have all these things available to you, but you feel, this is a big one, you feel like you don't deserve it. You feel like you don't deserve healing. You feel like you don't deserve prosperity. Most Christians think they're just not worthy to even use their authority because they've been so bad in life. So they don't feel worthy. But the truth is You are already supplied, and you must see it happening in the spirit realm first and get it into your thinking. You
0: know, I always tell people when they say, well, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy. You're not.
1: (laughs) That's true without Jesus. You're not. You're not
0: worthy. But he gave it to you. He lavished this on you even though you're not worthy. So get rid of all of the not worthy, not worthy. You can't buy this.
1: Right, we've we've been made worthy. We've been
0: made worthy, it's been put, it's almost like a cloak or a coat has been put on you of all of the things we're talking about. It's been put on you whether you're worthy or not, whether you like it or not, whether you want it or not, you have it, Wow. whether you use it or not. And it's important, what we're trying to do here at Victory Life is teach you how to use what you already have. First thing we have to do is teach you what you have, and most people don't really know. And once we can begin to teach you what you have, what we talked about, deliverance, health, prosperity is major, um, then you can begin to walk in it.
1: Exactly. So let's talk about Jesus, Al, because now he saw the supply in the spirit before he actually saw the results in the natural. And this is such a great example, John 6, 10 to 11. Have everyone sit down, Jesus said to his disciples. So on the vast grassy slope, more than 5,000 hungry people sat down. So we're figuring what fifteen thousand because five thousand was really the men that they, they only were counted talking the about. Men, so right. fifteen
0: thousand at least.
1: Right. So Jesus then took the barley loaves and the fish, okay, and he gave thanks to God. This is what he did. He get now that he had fifteen thousand people in front of him and had five loaves and two fish, and he gave thanks to God. He then gave it to the disciples to distribute to the people. Miraculously, the food multiplied with everyone eating as much as they wanted. Did Jesus pray? Let me ask you. Did he pray for multiplication? I don't see it here at all. He didn't pray that God would multiply that food. The man just gave thanks. Amazing. Did Jesus beg God to help him? No, he didn't. Jesus already saw it in his heart. He saw the heart of the father. He saw it in his heart that he wanted those people fed. And he visualized the people eating. He knew he already had the provision from his father. This is major. We already have the provision from almighty God. We already have the supply inside of us. Okay. And this is what he knew. He knew he already had the provision from his father. He saw it. And so when you see something and it's done in your mind's eye you give thanks and that's what he did and
0: that's what that's uh, what he when, did. when he gave thanks it all began to happen that's right instead of saying, oh my god how, am i going to be able to pull this off am i going to get enough food out of these couple fish he already saw it in his mind's mm-hmm. eye you could say he imagined it it was a positive imagination he already saw it he already understood it I this was no big deal he gave thanks, and that was the catalyst that sent it out.
1: Absolutely. Giving thanks Absolutely. is major. And giving thanks and seeing it in your mind's eye before it manifests in the natural. That's faith. And I have to tell you, God honors faith. He doesn't respond to faith. That's not what he does. He He already did everything He's going to do 2,000 years ago, but when you use your faith, his grace and whatever he provided for you 2,000 years ago is now released into you now and into that situation. And then you get your prayers answered and things start working out. So look at this in Mark 8, 7. He did this again. They also had a few small fish. And after giving thanks for these, Jesus had his disciples serve them to the crowd. Everyone ate until they were satisfied. Of course, they had leftovers, but I didn't didn't want to get into into that. that. But all he did was give thanks because it's as if Jesus was acting as if, he already saw it in the natural. It already happened. He already that's, saw it. He that's what saw. he saw. He already
0: knew what he was going to do. And we sometimes need to already know what God's going to do through us. We need to have that in us. But this this, this giving thanks is major. It is so major. And, you know, we got to give thanks before you get your answer. Give thanks as if it's already done. But here's the key. It's not just saying and it's it's okay to do this. it's not just saying thank you Lord thank you thank you. you come from a platform of Thanksgiving. Your whole life is it's not based on a lie your life is not based on everything falling apart. it's based on Thanksgiving. It's a platform you know you talk about like a political platform um, <clears throat> this is what we believe and where whatever party it is that's their platform. So we don't just give thanks. We give thanks from the platform of yeah, thanks.
1: Yeah, I get it. It's the same thing with giving. You don't just throw some money in and not not make it purposeful or anything. It's it's just you have to be serious about this. And this well, is you your platform. The platform comes from heart,
0: right? It, it, it's who you really, who yes. you are. You know, yes. you take a political party, their platform. That's like who that guy is, you know, him yes. or her. That's what they're going to do. You already know it. And so when we come from a platform of thanksgiving, it's a done deal. We're already going to give thanks. And no matter how bad it gets in your life and things can get bad, just come from a platform of thanksgiving. Keep giving thanks. That's what the devil's trying to do. He's trying to break you so you won't give thanks. You know, when I think about the story of Job and, and, and the devil said to God, he said, you let me take everything he's got and he'll curse you to your face. He wanted to steal that platform yeah, of yes. thanksgiving yes. and change it to, I'm mad at you. Yeah, yeah. So, Well, you, there's
1: a difference between thanking God and really
0: thanking God. Well, you know what I'm
1: trying to it, say? I, I, I it, understand what you're saying.
0: Thanking God comes from a platform of thanking God. It comes from a heart and a mind and a whole life of thanks. A
1: thankful heart. It comes from a thankful heart. That's yeah. awesome.
0: You know, he gave, giving the he thanks. He
1: God for anything. He no. just thanked him.
0: And that released the power.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Thank
0: God for what you want, not necessarily for what you have. You know, that may not be too good, although we do thank God for everything and in everything. Begin thanking God before you even see it in the natural realm. See it in your mind's eye. You know, right. Jesus looked up. And he saw the supply. I love this one. He looked up and saw the supply of the Father. You know, he just went like, you know, if somebody said, all right, I'll go over there and feed those 5,000. Oh, no. How am I going to do and this? And you
1: got some food? Yeah, yeah.
0: Can I pray? I got to pray really, really, really hard. You know what I mean? And and uh, it, it, it was nothing. He just looked up knowing the Father you loved know, those people wanted those people supplied, and he wanted to do it through Jesus. God wants to supply people through you. And we're not even operating in the supply that we already have sometimes. So learn how to flow in the Spirit, flow in the things that God has for you, flow in the things that you know you have.
1: You know, Al. another thing that Jesus did, which is no surprise to me, we all know this, he spent time with his Father alone every Mm -hmm. day. And, and it, somebody had said that what happens is he sits down there and the Lord, the father just gives him, shows him all the things that are going to happen in that day, you know, and so he already sees it there. I, I think the key here. And I probably know the key here is to just stay in the presence of the Lord and give him time. He might not give you a list. I mean, I know people who go way far the other way and have a list in front of them and write down every single thing God has for them for the next 12 hours before they go back to sleep. And and I think that could become legalistic. It could become disappointing. You may not hear everything you think you're hearing, but you know, spend time with the father in, in a relaxed atmosphere. And that's what Jesus did. And Jesus knew that he was probably going to feed people and and just like i say lord if you want me to feed people you're going to have to supply the food to feed them and just like the ministry that we're in right now lord if you want us to carry on this ministry you have to give us the grace the ability the favor the the uh, the, the finances whatever we need to do it and it is god's responsibility to do that
0: right we you know? believe he's going to do it we believe we're doing what god told us to do so we just thank God and go on and exactly. the supply comes somehow we always make it through.
1: Yes that's so good um, Wow
0: yeah it's that already really we're already good. supplied right. as you were saying we just have to see it once you see it once you see it in your mind's eye and you it's like in front of you it's not all that hard to believe That's right you can and call it's not interview. that hard to speak it
1: that's right. That's exactly right. And the more you see it, the more you get excited about it. Romans 4.17 says it and this is what it says. That's what the scripture means when it says, I have made you the father of many nations. He is our example and father for in God's presence he believed that God can raise the dead and call into being things that don't even exist yet. Call into being things that don't exist yet. Call them into being. I remember years ago, uh, I had a uh, children's ministry and it was huge. And once a year, we would have children come from all the schools in the county and we would hold a yearly uh, carnival. And we had about minimum 500 children attending this carnival. And we did it in the back of one of the local churches. And we had everything there. We even had, remember the, the snake owl? I don't know how big he was. He was this fat. And then we wrapped it around the kids, took pictures. We had llamas. We had petting zoos. We had firemen come out. The you know, we we just had everything all these games, all these snacks. It was a wonderful afternoon, and we used to have it. And you know, I depended heavily on the weather because it was important that we had this outside. And we had, um, I don't know how big that tent was. Can you tell me the size of the prize tent? Oh my gosh, we had prizes probably worth thousands of dollars that those kids could win and come and get with tickets. It was just awesome. I loved that time. But my my thought was always the weather. And in March, you know, it was iffy with the rain in Florida. You know, sometimes you got rains at, well, one every year was good. And then one year, I'm standing out there with the pastor and the associate pastor. And I'm, before this even started, like an hour before, and I, it had rained all day, and I thought by this time it would stop. And it, Al,
0: it I was remember the so heavy, black, black it, it was
1: raining. And I'm standing out there like this, and I'm trying to maintain my composure. And and you know, one of them said to me, which is absolutely true. He put he pointed to the inside of the sanctuary, and he says, he said, "What happens in there, Angie, is the most important." And he was right because I would have all the kids come in the sanctuary first and teach them the word of God. There's no way I was going to let them go have fun without hearing the word. And I also, we did a lot of worship in there too. We had a blast. It was so much fun and he was right. So I said, you know what? You're right. And so all the kids came in and it's raining, raining, raining. Then at the end, I said a prayer and I saw sun in my mind's eye. I, I the rain was. Aunt's I mean, boom, boom, in other boom. words,
0: I'm not taking right. it. This is going to be right. a nice day. That's it.
1: But I didn't even have time to do that. I was in with everyone. You know how hard we worked on that. So my prayer out loud with the children. Here's what I said, Lord, thank you for the sun. Speaking those things that aren't as though they were thank you that the sun is shining and I'm hearing the rain hit the roof and thank you that the sun is shining. (laughs) I did that. And all the kids are looking at each other like, huh, what does she mean? It's raining. Do you know, Al? Okay. So what happened was we finished the teaching and we walk outside Complete sunshine, not one cloud in the sky. And what the miracle was, was everything was held on grass. Every all the things were on the grass in the big backyard we had. Not one puddle, not one, and you know, Florida used to just flood, you know, that, that, ground was so dry the superintendent of schools came out to that because they did they wanted to see what was going on and they were shocked like angie do you realize an hour ago it was teeming raining all day this place should be flooded oh yeah out there wasn't one you know
0: it used to flood i remember that because oh, they used gosh. to park cars back there and they would just be all stuck in the mud we don't want a busy busy horrible
1: it was horrible, crazy. and I, and I looked out and I said, "Thank you, Lord." And do you know what? I, I think it was maybe ten years later. I don't know, maybe even longer. Those parents of those little kids who are now married and have kids of their own—they still remember the day I said, "Thank you for the son. I will. Ne-. They still tell me today. I'll never forget that prayer, Angie. Even I thought you were crazy, <laughs> and all. I, so I was doing what Jesus did. I was. I wasn't begging God. I was thanking him for what I wanted, not for what I had. You know, and the sun came out and we had a beautiful, beautiful day. You could not have that carnival in bad weather. It was impossible. You'd have to move everything inside. But yet God did that because I saw it in my mind's eye. This is what I actually saw it. Thank you for the sun. It was was unbelievable. But, you know, you can... We have it all. We really do. I remember walking around in our barn. In fact, this is the barn. Yeah. And part of it is the studio now. And I wanted to spill it out all to God. And I wanted to tell him how upset I was. And, 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 and the Lord, and because something hadn't happened in my life and, and something wrong. And I said, no, it's wrong. And I went in and I said, I'm going to do this. For three days, I waited. I brought myself into this barn and I'm walking around. And I'm walking around and I'm ready to tell it all like God didn't know.
0: No, yeah. <laughs>
1: tell it all to God, and the, the Lord like shuts my mouth and he says, you, you know what to speak. You only speak my word because that's all I understand. And then I thanked God from that moment on that my prayer request was supplied. And it was supplied, and it did happen, and it, it, it did get better.
0: You know, sometimes we go out speaking negative, 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 and we think it's reality. In other words, we're calling it reality. This is what's happening. Negative, negative, negative. This is reality. What it says in here is reality, regardless of what's happening to you and what's going on in your life. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week. Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at VictoryLifeMinistries.org.